Get Up Nation. I hope you're enjoying the Get Up Nation podcast on www.anchor.fm. As a podcast host on over 20 platforms, I really enjoy how easy it is to use Anchor, how Anchor makes everything I need available in one place for free, accessible on your smartphone or desktop computer. Go to www.anchor.fm now. In case you didn't know, Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit each episode. If you're concerned about the distribution of your hard work, don't sweat it because Anchor takes care of that too. If you're considering becoming a podcaster, I would highly recommend Anchor as your choice to begin sharing your content with the world. Get Up Nation. My name is Ben Biddick. I am the creator and host of the Get Up Nation podcast, where I serve individuals, organizations, and societies to develop and sustain resilience and perseverance. I'm the co-author of Get Up, The Art of Perseverance with former Major League Baseball player and CEO of Lurong Living, Adam Greenberg. The Get Up Nation podcast is brought to you in partnership with GotYour6Coffee.com where Navy veteran Eric Hadley is committed to serving first responders, veterans, and their families through a variety of nonprofit organizations. No stranger to adversity, Eric has fused necessity of coffee with his passion for public service. You're already purchasing coffee. Why not empower your coffee with purpose? Why not purchase coffee that not only has your six, but also has the backs of those who don a uniform of service for our communities and great country. Learn more about Eric and his freshly roasted award-winning coffee at gotyoursixcoffee.com. Welcome to this episode of the Get Up Nation podcast. Recently, I had the honor and privilege of speaking with Lisa Fenton. Lisa is located in Ontario, Canada, and created an organization called Propelled by Possibility. She championed women who are returning to the workforce and focuses on helping her clients negotiate beyond just salary. Lisa and I discussed the significant stressors associated with returning to work after being out of the workforce for an extended period of time, strategies for how people can manage stress, and the satisfaction that comes from overcoming these challenges to thrive. If you're facing similar challenges in your life and would benefit from support, inspiration, or insight to help you manage your stress with resilience, reach out to Lisa at propelledbypossibility.com. Lisa, welcome to the Get Up Nation show. Good morning. I'm so excited to be here today. I am thankful that you reached out to me on social and would love to really start off with the idea of where your idea for your organization came from, Propelled by Possibility. I read recently you took time away from the workforce to raise your children and then return to the workforce after a period of 12 years. Was it the experience you had in returning to work that led you to want to serve this population? Yeah, absolutely. I would like to help others find their value, show their value, grow their value, and stand firm on their value when going back to work. So what were some of the stressors that you experienced as you made the transition back to work? Well, as a stay-at-home mom, it's always a big challenge. Just where do you start? That's the biggest problem is how to start. So for myself, I had to come up with a personal game plan. I chose to look at three areas of my life to create a game plan, and I used some tools from my supply chain courses to help me structure those criteria in a way that helped me come up with a game plan to go back to work. Was it this game plan that was helpful for you to manage this stress? And once you began, what were some of the challenges that you overcame? Yeah, I took three criteria that I wanted to look into to create my game plan that helped me focus and keep motivated to keep going because it was a journey. It was a one-year-long journey that I gave myself. 
And I looked at the economy, I looked at our family, and then I looked at myself to come up with the criteria to put into these tools that I used to create my game plan. And then what discoveries did you make during this process? What was funny is while 12 years sounds like a long time out of the workforce, a lot of the skills that I had before I left the workforce were the same skills that they were still looking for. The challenge mostly was in being able to show that I still was valuable to employers. And a lot of times they're hesitant to entertain somebody who has a gap in their work experience. And once you get over that, and you can show that your value is still valid, it really helps you get back to the workforce in a positive way. I see. So it's largely maybe overcoming some insecurities or some fears or anxieties within ourselves of recognizing that we do have value, that experiences away from the workforce can be a benefit to the workforce. Yeah, absolutely. So many people, when they talk about their return to work journey, have so many valuable skills that they've learned or accomplished during the time away from the workforce. And often they are hesitant to share those. And they should highlight those experiences because it adds to what you previously had. And it shows your potential employer that even though you've been off, you've been doing a lot of things. Maybe you've been negotiating with your kids. You've been scheduling time to take care of elder parents. You've been working with their budgets. I mean, there's so many hidden skills that people accomplish during these work gaps. And it's so important to include those in your journey. Will you share how, as you experienced this for yourself, what led you to then take what you experienced and serve clients to help them in their walk? What led that transition? Did you recognize your own value and then discover that you wanted to give that to others? What was that process like for you? When I started back in the workforce about roughly 10 years plus ago, I started back at an entry-level position. And what I found was, as long as you keep adding to your value and you keep showing that value and growing that value, you can really move ahead. When I negotiated and I had my list of what I had accomplished each time I went into my annual review, I was better able to say, I am worth a little bit more than what you're going to offer and here's why. And I think so many people are just hesitant to create that list and go in and say, thank you for having me, but also here's what I've done since I've been here. And when I found I kept moving along in my journey, I actually have gone from an entry-level position to currently being a manager. So I realized it is possible and it's possible to continue to show your value. And I want others to be able to do that as well. A lot of people make the mistaken assumption that asserting oneself is arrogant or that humility is to not step up for ourselves, but truly to care about ourselves, to truly be humble. The humility draws out the fact that we do have value. It draws out the fact that to not use our skills and talents, that's kind of an arrogant thing because of all we've been given. If we don't assert ourselves and do something with that to improve people's lives, isn't that a true humility in using the skills and talents we've been given to serve others? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it breaks my heart when I hear people say, I'm frustrated. I can't seem to show my value. And sometimes it's just a matter of helping them out and saying, hey, you help this company become more efficient. Break that down and figure out how much you make every hour. Put that in a, a template and say, this time I saved the company a couple hours. We'll multiply it by your value per hour. Add that up every day and then add that up every week and then add that up every month and every year. And wow, you have an incredible achievement that you can 
add value to the company and here's how you did it. Largely, you're helping people understand much more about themselves. You're helping them develop a self-awareness. Oftentimes, we don't pay attention to our own value. And if we let that go, we're missing out on all sorts of opportunities. So propelled by possibility, does that start to awaken your clients and saying, wow, there's a new portion of the world that I had cordoned myself off from that I wasn't allowing myself to access. And due to your help and your services and your insight, you've helped them to see what's possible. That sounds engaging to me. That sounds exciting. That sounds like people are experiencing uh, increased quality of life because you're helping them understand what is truly possible for them and their family. So many times there's just that little bit of hesitation to say, hey, I've done this or I've done that. But if you keep an ongoing tally of what you've contributed on a daily basis and then on a weekly basis, and then you look back at it at the end of the year and you're like, wow, I really did help this company grow. Will you share some examples of this, of how you've helped a client? A couple of weeks ago, I was at a, a women's empowerment event and I spoke about my journey and one of the ladies there was so inspired that she actually went back to her boss and said, here's what I've been doing and here's what I feel I'm worth. And now she's working with him to get those accomplishments recognized. And that's so amazing. If someone can actually realize, hey, you know, I've done these things and you've always kind of said to me, yeah, you're great and you're valuable, but let's talk again. Let's open the dialogue and move forward with what should be happening as a result of my accomplishments. I wanted to dig into a little bit here in helping people recognize their value. How can family members help their loved ones in that process of their return to the workforce? And also what's not helpful? Okay. Yeah. So I mentioned that I dug into three different areas when I was creating my own return to work plan. And like I said, one of the areas was my family. So I had to look at how was I going to transition my three boys from being used to being at home to going to before and after school care. So the things that I looked at were, you know, the costs involved, how would I get them back and forth to before and after school care, what types of care were available, how quickly could I put this in place. Sometimes you need a temporary solution before you can get your permanent solution in place so family members could help by looking after kids while you're getting these aftercare or before care arrangements made so they can help in that way or even if you have to go to a short upgrading class like for instance my father-in-law helped a lot when I was trying to upgrade a few of my courses for a couple days he helped out looking after the boys and that was made a huge difference that kind of support really helps when you're planning your journey back. It seems like family members could help articulate to the person who's returning to the workforce their value. They could be affirming. They could be encouraging. They could recognize or help the person understand all the things that they've done for the family. And I think that would be a, a process that would inspire some resilience and it would inspire bonds of support within the family. It's got to be empowering and satisfying for someone returning to the workforce to know that their family members have their back and are supporting them in achieving what they're trying to do with their life. That collective bond with people who are supportive, uh, non-judgmental, and encouraging, wouldn't that be a vital way to really support the person as they return? With that, just patience, I think, because sometimes that journey is not going to be quick, right? Like for myself, it was a year-long process. So I was looking for that support over the whole 
year. And definitely family members can contribute to that kind of support. How can CEOs, managers, and leaders of organizations see the value in those returning to the workforce and create welcoming onboarding processes that maximize uh, your clients' talents, gifts, and contributions to to their company? They can help in many ways. Obviously, a good training program is key when you're going back. I was fortunate my entry-level position that I did get the first position back, they had an amazing training program. They had online university where I could access product knowledge and work through it at my own pace, either in the workforce time or on my personal time. And also supporting initiatives like job shadowing. If you sit with somebody who's in that position, you can learn what they do to make their day successful and transfer those strategies to help you get through that transition. And maybe even offering upgrading, like if you need to just polish up that skill, you had that skill 10 years ago, but maybe you haven't used it in a while. So the support of education reimbursement or letting you take professional days to upgrade those skills would really be helpful. Technology develops so rapidly in today's world. How are your clients doing as far as reacquainting themselves with some of the new technology? Is that a sticking point or a resistance point that they experience What do they find helpful as they try to take on the new technologies that are constantly developing? Well, the great thing today is we have access to so much free knowledge. I mean, you can go on the web and you can gain tutorials. There's so much information out there. You're more comfortable working through manuals. There's manuals that are available at a very reasonable cost. There's also upgrading. Many adult education centers offer that kind of adult environment where you can go and just upgrade for a day or two or a week. The thing is, they have to be able and willing to learn. I think if you're not fearful of just jumping in and just using the technology, it can also hinder you a bit in getting back into those skills at the comfort level that you need. What are some common threads for those who are returning to work? You mentioned some of these as far as doing the budgets for parents and children, so financial skills are developed. What other skills are developed that people frequently miss or don't realize is extremely valuable in the business world that they've had while they've been outside? There's many. Budgeting is one. I think time management is huge. Parents are always juggling with time management for sure and how to get everybody where they need to be on time with what they need. Also negotiating, it's tricky. I mean, you even if you have one child, you're always constantly trying to think about what's going to get them into the mindset of what you need to do that day. And I think in business, those skills are also so important. So all these skills that you're using and learning every day are so transferable into the business world. If business leaders see that and recognize that, I think that goes a long way to bridging that stigma of being out of the workforce for any amount of time. Anything else you'd like to share about what you're excited about, where your company's going over the next few years? I love setting short and long-term goals. A lot of times that's really helpful and I'm kind of a visual person. So I like to often plot these goals, you know, on a timeline or just jot it down. I try to stay motivated by doing that type of thing, keeping a visual track of where I want to go. And I often use inspirational quotes. So I'll share one of the quotes that I have used the last two years that's kind of helped me build my momentum and keep motivated. It's by an author unknown. One day or day one, you decide. It's a seize the moment type statement where you take the horns of your life and you decide to take an action and are empowered to do that, knowing that you have value, knowing that you have skills, knowing that you have a lot to contribute. 
Today can be the beginning of an amazing journey and recognizing that we're not obsolete or we're not out of touch. We're human beings and to help children grow and develop and to facilitate their success and their growth. I can only imagine the emotional intelligence concepts that are developed within your clients as they raise their young, as they engage in their opportunities that are in front of them while they're outside of the workforce uh, to really articulate what they're good at, what they've achieved, what they can do for a company. What are some of the jobs that have been successful in your clients getting back into the workforce? A lot of times people want to do something new or they want to go back to what they were at previously. So if you want to look towards a new position, I think you just focus on the skills that are transferable. What did you do before that could also work in another industry? Because many times what you did before you can use in another type of work environment. It's just recognizing what is a transferable skill and you you had it previously. So if you're looking at a new opportunity, there's so much that can cross over. I mean, we need to time manage in a lot of different positions. We need to be able to work with coworkers and get along and negotiate in all types of business environments. Budgeting can also come into play in many different career types. There's just so many opportunities. I think people need to be open to exploring their transferable skills and recognizing that it's not just specific to one industry. It looks like some of the members of your family have participated in military service. How has military service impacted your family and created a resilience that you're demonstrating today at Propelled by Possibility? I think it goes along with your ability to be able to bounce back. Everyday life happens for all of us and opportunities can come up when you think that they're not even there. It's it's something that you just have to be open to and have that attitude that, hey, you know, there's always hope, right? There's an opportunity that can come out of something that you didn't even think was possible. For example, when I started my return to work journey, I was looking for a job. And one of the events that I went to, I was just with that mindset. I was going to meet others. I was going to introduce myself, have fun and network and was blown away when I came out of that event one of the people I met was actually an editor of a magazine. And she said, I love how you're preparing your journey to go back to work. Would you like to share it with others? And I ended up getting offered the opportunity to write an article. And since then, I've written four or five more for that same publication. And I never thought that was even something that was on the horizon. You just got to be willing to jump in and start. Build on your momentum. That's part of the thing when you're going back to work. It's just that one little step that, okay, you know, I've done this and I can go in and I can introduce myself to people and I can have fun and kind of make it a challenge. And then something good came out of it. So, okay, the next time you're like, wow, what's going to happen this time? Anything's possible, right? Lisa, I always end the show with six questions to help my listeners understand the why within my phenomenal guests. Will you run through these six questions with me? Yeah, absolutely. Who are you thankful for today? I'm thankful for all my family and their support along the journey. And what are you thankful for today? I'm thankful for the ability to just, like I said, the ability to bounce back, the ability to look at things. Maybe sometimes it's not something you want to do, but it's short term. So think of it as a stepping stone to your long term goal or objective. How do you fuel the fire within you? Yeah, I'm a visual person. So I like to do uh, visual things. Like when I was going back to work, I I learned Visio on my own. I took a manual, I sat down and I went through page by page and taught myself that program to save money and time to update that skill that I didn't have. 
And in doing that, then I created a timeline uh, where I plotted what I was going to do over that one-year course, so from start to finish. So here's where I am today. I need to get a new reference. That was a plot. I need to upgrade this skill. That was a plot. I need to work on my typing. That was a milestone on the on the Visio timeline. And at the end of that timeline was, within a one-year period, get a job. So I like to use visual things to motivate myself, along with inspirational quotes. And what is one thing adversity taught you to value? I think that there's always options. Like I said, if something may be short term and you look at it that way, you say, hey, you know, this is my stepping stone to get to where I want to go. It's not where I want to be forever. And that's okay, because in the long term, this is where I want to be. And that's what I'm working towards. What will you do today that you may have never thought you could? I want to work on a book. I would like to eventually write a book about my back-to-work journey and the process that I've gone through in hopes of helping others. So that's what I'm trying to focus on next. What will you do tomorrow that you may have never thought you could? I never thought I could be back in the workforce and I never thought I would be managing other people, but it's so, it's so fun to help others realize their potential. How can people learn more about you and your work, Lisa? I'm on LinkedIn, but I also have a website for Propelled by Possibilities. So they can go to www.propelledbypossibility.com. Such a pleasure to share with you the journey of Lisa Fenton, whose focus, determination, curiosity, and joy have propelled her into an awe of what is possible. As we live, breathe, and grow, Our trajectory is guided by our mothers, their warm embrace, their kindnesses, their work, example, discipline, and their guidance. How powerful it is to remind our mothers how valuable they are in hopes that they never forget again. Honoring them for granting us the ability to be alive and aware of it. Every joy we experience, every bite of ice cream, every summer memory, every spark of laughter comes from them. Every accomplishment, every failure, every time we get back up is a part of them. They offer their bodies, their time, their attention, their very selves to give us the opportunity to be. No vital and vibrant workforce ever achieved anything profound or significant without revering the sacred power of the women who propel us into the possibilities we dream of today. If your company wants to create a product or service that delivers profound value, draw from the strength, determination, insight, and power of mothers.